Hello there and welcome to Coach's Corner for another week, Timo. My name is Bart. I'm going to be your coach for the next little while. And today, I'm going to take you through what 12 years of intense fitness has taught me. One thing I love teaching people about exercise, and it's not just about sets and reps and the way you look, but the, the iron, the, the gym can teach you lessons that you really aren't aware of. And often you don't realize you've learned these lessons until after the fact. So today I'm going to go through six things that I've learned in the last 12 years. Before I do, if you're new to the show, hey, welcome. Follow the show, like the show, share the show, and try and spread this personal message. It helps us out, um, a personal best message. It, it helps us out uh, a lot, alrighty? 12 years. So I've been in this fitness game for a long time, and I have done many a program in many a corner of this fitness world, from bodybuilding to powerlifting to Spartan racing to CrossFit, to marathon running, um, I've been everywhere. And I, I, I want to share with you today six things that I have learned in hopes that you are going to learn these things, in hopes that maybe you've already learned these things, uh, and in hopes that you can spark conversations with other people around these things in regards to fitness. One of my missions in this life is to shift people's paradigm on what fitness is. You know, It's not just sets and reps and how you look. And what you eat, it is it is a lifestyle, but it teaches you more than you think. It teaches us resilience. It teaches us many things which I'm going to dive into right now. The first thing I learned, consistency trumps intensity. And I want to share a bit of a story with each of these lessons of, of what made me learn this. Uh, when I had my surgery, I had a big surgery on my jaw to remove a tumour. And they, they took out the, the tumour like a short rib. So they took the whole jaw out. And I replaced it with a bone in my leg and a lot of tissue from my quad. And there was a few complications after the surgery, years after. I kept having infections. And I had this one really slow-growing infection in the seam uh, of, my, of my chin flap here. Um, and what that meant is that I needed to wear an antibiotic pump. If you don't know what that is, what they do is they insert a tube um, up your upper vein, I think, uh, in your upper arm. And this tube sort of moves up the vein and sits just above your heart. The other end of this tube is attached to a pump. And every four hours, a shot of penicillin goes straight into your system. Just antibiotics around the pump. And this was to, to kill the very slow-growing and very nasty little infection. And so at that time, I couldn't exercise. Because if that, the end of the tube was above my heart, if that moved in the wrong spot, you know, that could have some very dire consequences. And so me being me, had to work around it. Not to exercise isn't an answer for me. And so I pretty much just did lower body work. I could do stuff like, stuff holding with straight arms, like a deadlift. As long as I didn't flex the arm or move the tube, I was in a pretty good position. And so what I found is that I had to wear this pump for four weeks. I then had a two-week break, and then went back on the pump again for another four weeks. So I was on this pump for, for essentially two months, and I wasn't doing high-intensity exercise. I was just going to a local gym, maybe doing three sets of leg press and then three sets of deadlift. I was doing that every other day. And I found I wasn't doing it intensely either. I wasn't pushing the weight. It was just to move the blood around. And I found that my legs responded incredibly. And it wasn't because of the high-intensity work I was putting in my legs. I wasn't sore after every session. I was barely even tight. But what it was, it was consistency. And so from this event, I learned that as long as I'm consistent with a certain movement pattern or consistent with a certain habit, that's where the money is. That's where the ticket is. 
It's the same with something like stretching or mobility, right? If I just do an hour or an hour and a half of mobility on a Monday and then don't do anything again until the next Monday, I'm only going to get so far. But if I do 10 or 15 minutes every single day, that's, that's where the money is. That, that's where the benefit is. The, the second thing I want to tell you about what I've learned from fitness is that form follows function. A well-performing body is a good-looking body. And this makes me think about a time when I was doing an Olympic lifting program. I just learnt very basically. I'm still not very good, but I like the skill of it. I just learnt the clean and jerk and the snatch, the two movements you see in the Olympics, Olympic weightlifting. And I had no aesthetic goals at all. The program itself was just full of compound movements, mainly based around squat patterning, unilateral work. Um, and then regressions and progressions of the snatch um, and the clean and jerk. So there wasn't any bicep curls, there wasn't any leg extensions or anything like that. And then what I was focusing on was how well my body moved, how efficient my body could move through these movement patterns. And what I found at the end of this very long program was that my body looked the best that it ever did because I wasn't focusing on it. I was focusing on how my body moved. And it was at that point where I really understood, and we say this a lot, we know that technique's important and we know that form is critical, but I never really experienced it until this point. And so from this, what you can take from it is that a well-performing body is going to be a good-looking body, always focusing on weight loss or calories in, calories out, or how many calories I've burnt in a workout. Um, it's a means to an end, and it's not a way to sort of enjoy this fitness journey. The third thing... <laughs> Good things like fitness take time. Be patient, which is really hard for a lot of people, myself included. And like I said with consistency, consistency takes time. I like to think about proper exercise and proper programming as an investment. And you're not going to see the, the interest from that investment until months, years after the fact. And a good example of this is uh, my, um, my relationship with my body image. I've always had a pretty positive body image, but there are parts of my life where that sort of flipped on its head. And I've been recently watching the, the Arnold documentary on Netflix, which is a great doco, by the way, even if you're not into fitness. And there was one point there where I think he just won his first Olympia or what have you, and he thought that his body looked like trash, that he didn't like it, even though he was subjectively and objectively the best-looking bodybuilder in the world. And so this whole concept of body image and self-image affects everyone and you, you can read a lot of research about body dysmorphia and, and bigorexia for, for us blokes but um i never really battled with it acutely except for a few periods of my life but but i've realized now that body image is a big part of um of your success in fitness and so for the longest time when i first started exercising I was all about how I looked. I was an actor at the time i wanted to build up a little bit to to look better and more, more pleasing on the camera and I was so focused on that that I, I couldn't see the forest through the trees. And it wasn't until I stopped focusing on it and then years after that fact that I started to understand that my, my, my body objectively and subjectively looks a bit better than I think it is. Um, the fourth thing I want to share with you, <coughs> excuse me, um, failure and frustration is unavoidable. Just keep getting back up. You're going to fall off. You're going to eat the entire pizza every now and then. You're going to miss a few workouts every now and then. But the worst thing you can do is just throw in the towel. Remember, consistency is king. And I shared this story, I think, uh, on a few episodes ago of my, my Spartan Race Hawaii experience. 
I was very um, ignorant to the role of electrolytes in the body. I was very, I was fit, I was fit, but I was very underprepared for that race. And there was many points in that race where I could have just thrown in the towel, gone to the medic tent, and have them drive me back to the start starting point. But I got back up, and it was just one foot in front of the other, one burpee after the other, until I eventually got to that finish line. So just know in your fitness journey, there's going to be a point where you fall down. But I want you to promise me, through this audio or visual medium, that you will get back up and you will take that next step forward. This next one, the magic is in the programming. Everyone needs a coach, even if you're a coach. I've had uh, a dalliance with CrossFit programming and CrossFit training for a little while now, on and off for, for, for quite a while. But it wasn't until I found uh, a really good CrossFit coach that I understood the expression of the methodology. And it taught me that there are a hundred ways to skin a cat. But if you do a great program poorly, you're not going to get the results. And so what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here is, that have, is have an objective eye on your fitness. Even if you think you're really into fitness, even if you think you know absolutely everything about fitness, you're going to progress faster if someone else writes you a program and you trust that process. There's a, there's a strange confirmation bias that happens when you write your own program because you're going to write things or do things that you want to do, that you really enjoy, which is a part of the fitness journey, but probably isn't going to be the thing that's going to get you to the next level. Rather, you're going to have someone look at your movement patterns, look at where you're at in your fitness journey, and then make a plan objectively of where you're at. And they're going to program things that you don't like. They're going to program things that are new to you, and you're going to learn from that. And so I've been to a number of CrossFit gyms before, and I've followed a lot of those gyms' programs, but I never got the results that that, um, that I wanted until I've until I joined this, until I started doing a bit of CrossFit programming from this gym that I frequent now. And the magic is in the programming. The magic is in the consistency and the long-term view. The last thing, and this is sort of very poignant where I'm at in my life, is that enjoy the journey. Lean in and that the destination doesn't exist. I, um, I faced a very, um, a very interesting challenge when, when we had our boy Lysander. I was always very consistent with my nutrition and my exercise and I always had the time and the freedom to put into those, um, you could call them obsessions, um, I called them necessities. But as soon as Lysander came along, that changed. And so for the first sort of couple of months of Lysander's life, I, I think I was very selfish because I tried to continue um, I tried to continue the habits that I already made when I had to sort of lean into the fact I need to be a good dad, I need to be there, and that's going to compromise what I think good fitness and nutrition is. And then, and, and, and I did. So at the moment, I'm doing what I can. I fit the workouts in, in where I can, I take him to daycare where I can, um, but I just got to lean into that fact and know that it's not going to be perfect. And this is the same with absolutely everyone. Every single client that I've had, and I can guarantee just about every single one of our members, your fitness plans aren't going to go to the way that you want them to. But that's okay because we adapt, we overcome, and we find a way. Again, if you get knocked down, don't stay down. Get up, find a way forward, even if it's different to what you've done in the past. So team, lean in. 
even if you achieve your fitness goals, I can guarantee you there will be something else that you want after the fact. Think long term, don't think short term, and enjoy the journey. Team, thank you for listening to me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me today. I um, I feel like I've been thinking about this stuff a lot lately. I mean, it feels good to be able to share that with with you. So, if you take something from today's episode. Um, if you feel like this is a message you want other people to hear, share it on Instagram, share it on, on I think you can share it on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. I don't quite understand it. Um, share it with a family member directly, copy the link to the episode and share it with someone who might find these lessons a, a little bit helpful. All right. Thank you for watching. Follow the show, share the show. I'll stop plugging it and I'll see you in the next episode.